What's up? It's Nick, and welcome to another episode of Off the Bike. In the second part of our four-part series of the Zenergy story, I'm super excited to bring on someone who's been with us from the very beginning, Charleston studio manager, Mag. She's done everything that you can possibly do in the studio, from being studio manager to instructor to master instructor to leading trainings, parties, anything that you can think of, Meg has probably done it. We're going to talk today about her view on where Zenergy has come, where it started, um, and the continued growth and, and what she sees every day in the Charleston studio. Clip in, it's going to be a good one. And we're rolling. What's up, Meg? How are you? I'm great. How are you? Good. So I'm super excited. Second part to this series. And I thought none other than to bring you on. There's very few originals and uh, very few people that have been here since the beginning. And so many people are just so curious about how Zenergy started and all this fun stuff. And, you know, where I had the idea was we had our management retreat back in December. And it was so interesting to hear your perspective of where we started. So first and foremost, let's start with who you are, where you teach, what you do, and then we'll move from there. Let's see. I'm Meg Stollard, and I teach in Charleston. I'm mom of two girls, age 14 and 11. I don't know. That's really what I do. I work here, and I work at home, and that's it. Yep, yep. So let's go back to, oh boy, it's been three, almost four years now. So let's go back to the very, very, very beginning before you were even working at Zenergy because you started out as a writer for mm-hmm. a very short span of time. Mm-hmm. So you took like the second class with us. Pretty much. Um, not the first class because you were out of town, I think, and, but you were in like one of the first classes. Do you remember when we had like two people a class? 100%. Back in those I days? In those there were like two, two people a class, but they were some of the best classes we ever best. had, right? I still remember them. Yeah. So you started as a writer. Tell me about your journey from then to now. Just wing it and go with it. As a writer? As a writer. Okay, well, I started on bike 12 and I sat there and thought you were nuts. I did come up just like everybody else. I had that anxiety, I had that fear. I think sometimes it's harder to do things for the first time when you're an adult just because you have so much like built up you know, walls and things like I can't do this and that's how I've been raised and whatever. So anyway, I rode and then I thought I will never um, not feel this again. That hurts so bad and came back again and came back again and came back again. And um, and I think it's so important to mention, though we don't focus on this at all at Zenergy. Yeah. I think it's so important to mention health-wise where you were mentally and physically. Okay, so... You know, I'd been a stay-at-home mom for 11 years. I had taught some school here and there, but for the most part, I was overweight. I was doing things that I thought were good for me. I was playing tennis, and I was staying active, and I was taking, you know, a boot camp, but I never could break through that, you know, again, it, not that this is the important part, but that two- to three-pound wall right. is what I call it. Totally plateaued about 45 to 50 pounds heavier than I am now. And, and again, that's not note, important. And, and again, not that's important. not important. I'm just adding that because to kind of get a full picture right. of who Meg Stallard is, I, I like to, I do want to start with the foundation yeah. just as we do in our classes. When you started writing, you were maybe a little bit in shape. I was a little bit in shape. I had high blood pressure. I had high cholesterol. But also mentally weren't in the happiest of places no. just for life no. in general. Yeah. I mean, you let yourself go. I mean, not that... Being a mom is the best thing in the whole world, but if you don't have something outside of the house, you kind of learn that your purpose, maybe what you went to school for or what you were put on this earth for has been kind of just sat on for a little bit, and that's okay because 
you get that chance again. And thankfully I was given that chance to like find it. And, and so, yeah, I started in a a different place. I couldn't move weight. I couldn't change my health. I couldn't get myself in order. And I was looking down the path of a pretty like medicated next couple of years. I mean, yeah, it's kind of fearful looking back, like, where would I be now? I would be probably on high blood pressure medicine and I would be, you know, um, I just couldn't find that thing that made me tick, I guess. And, um, when you find it, it's the best thing in the entire world. Well, and I remember before we announced we were opening that you messaged me on Facebook mm-hmm. because the word had started to spread, you know, Charleston, such yes. a small community yes. and nothing like this no. was ever brought here. Now there were, there were spin classes and things like that, but completely different yeah. and everybody does their own unique thing. And you messaged me and I remember like one of the first messages I could probably go back and find it was like, do you guys have shoes? Do I need shoes? <laughs> you know? And it was just like all these questions. And I remember at the time thinking, Oh, oh my, Lord. my goodness, got who one of those. is this person? <laughs> That's hilarious. And you started writing with us. So because we can talk about this for yeah. hours, among hours, okay. among hours, I'm going to keep the conversation flowing by. You started writing with us. You took classes. I still remember the people that were in those original classes. Me too. You, some of them are Catherine, still here. You know, some, yeah. some original, original, yeah. Amanda. Amanda, uh, uh, Allison Ward. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of original people. Original people that even some still ride with us. Started riding with us and about two months into the into the company. Um, Remind me. I, I, I cause Well, I say, yeah, about October of 2015. You I really stepped say, in to help. Yeah, you were. Burning at both ends. Yeah, you were. You were fun to watch. Let's just say that. <laughs> burning at both ends. And so you stepped in and kind of became like my assistant. Yeah. For started quite folding some time. towels, started Anything. cleaning bikes, started just just doing whatever I could to take some of the burn. Yep. You know, um it was hard to it was hard to watch you at that point. You were riding every ride since opening. And as a side note, we do you remember how many rides that was just to to throw it out a Gosh. week? A week. Oh, oh, easily like 20 something yeah, I think easily. It was 24 a week. Yeah, and cuz you wanted to maintain that schedule, you weren't going to let a class go because, you know, we weren't going to squelch anybody right. from wanting to come even right. if it was two people. And right. so we just rode bikes. We, we rode did. bikes all the time. And I was riding triples and doubles and, you know, of course made that leap to bike 4 and yep. started riding in front of you. Which bike 4 in Charleston is our boyfriend bike, yeah. so front and center. Yeah. You know, um let's keep let's yeah. let's take the focus off of me and continue the focus on yeah, you. So, so yeah, I just started riding and and by no means was I in the position. I was just loving being here and letting like letting life take over on the bike for a change instead of, you know, always having to be at home cleaning and stuff. And so so I stepped in. I started helping out and then and then in November of 2015, I mean you were you were struggling. And mm-hmm. I remember sitting in your office. I still remember I was sitting. I still remember where you were sitting. I still remember you looking at me saying, "I need to go." Yep. I need to go and I need you to hop on the stand. Yep. And I remember being like, now I'm not here. I'm folding towels. And I am not here to do that. I right. promise this is not what I want. Well, the interesting piece to your story mm-hmm. is that when you started instructing with us in November, mm-hmm. there was no training. None. There was nothing. Zero. I was at the point that, like you said, we were, we, you and I we were, were friends. I mean, we were friends. We were, we were doing yeah. everything. And I saw you with such a passion and I came to you because you were helping me in the office. And I said, just as you said, Meg, I, I need a I gotta break. Go. I got to go. And you, and I remember the sheer panic, like, oh, my oh, God. My you know, word. you're Meg, so you're always willing to step in and help out, obviously. <laughs> but, but this is a whole new thing. We, yes. And we, and, and you, you wanted it. You, you wanted to eventually become an instructor, I think. I mean, I guess. You know, no, I don't know. I think it was in the back of your mind. Maybe you weren't thinking it, but you were like, you know, I actually really enjoy this. This would be something fun. Yeah. Kind of like my dad. Like, yeah, he never yeah. thought he'd be an instructor. But, right. you know, you just kind of fall, fell into it. But 
the, your first class, no training. Zero. You used my playlist. I used your playlist. You. I just did what you did. That is exactly what I did. And you completely nailed it. But I did it in silence. <laughs> yeah, no talking. <laughs> None. There was no training at all. We None. didn't have anything at that point because it was we had only been open two months. I mean, we were still saying the Energy Lords player. We were doing things and I had to do them. And it was terrifying. Yeah. I mean, it was. And I remember you went out of town. So it was maybe... I don't think it was the first class, but it may have been the second class I had to teach because I think I taught a cluster in there. Just like I think I taught like six and three days when yep. you were gone for the first time ever. And I remember looking out the window and your dad, this window right here, and your dad was walking with your brother across the parking lot. And I was like, oh my gosh. And I remember <laughs> I, I was, wasn't here. No, you were not here. And no. I'm texting you and I'm like, oh my gosh, you didn't tell me he was coming. And now I'm freaking <laughs> out. You know what I mean? Is that the class that my brother did the push-ups in your it class? It is. On he 100% floor? was on the back right bike, got off during the class and did push-ups on the floor. And just for everyone's info, this was before we were truly even like I mean, a, a company. You guys, I mean, we were really just like- We were just cute. I mean, we, we still have fun, but we were just really having <laughs> we fun cute, then. Absolutely. And so, I, okay. So each of our studios are so unique. Absolutely. They all hold a special community. You have been in the Charleston studio since day one. We'll mm -hmm. call it day one. Mm -hmm. um, in probably every possible role that you could be in here. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Why don't you explain to everybody, whether you be a writer in Pittsburgh, a writer in Morgantown, a writer in Charleston, a staff at any of those studios, or even just someone who lives somewhere in the country that's listening to the podcast. Yeah. Why don't you, in your eyes, explain where we started as a studio? This is my favorite thing to talk about because nobody has any idea unless you're None. here at the time. And so first and foremost, Charleston's on the second floor of a building. And so, you know, you come up- We this, call it the treehouse studio. We call it the treehouse because you can see trees and roofs. Anyway, you come up the stairs and at the top, we, I mean, I still remember you guys. Okay. This is just, we had nothing at the top. Okay. You just- Go turn, through it. Yeah. Yeah. You turn the corner to the right and so you had a front this. desk. So let's do this. Let's, let's ask all of our listeners okay. to close their eyes yeah and you visualize it for them as if you're walking through the space okay so you come up and just like you come through the front doors and it's like everybody's there to greet you this you have to round the corner so you take a right and the front desk is there and nick was standing there of course because i mean you didn't have many front desk at the time and so and so there was that and that was it there was i mean uh, there was a mini fridge <laughs> like like water. a fridge that you would put in a garage. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, like maybe a dorm room, like yeah. <laughs> mini fridge. And then on top of it was the retail, which was, I mean, made by an awesome Haynes, little- I think. Haynes, and they were this awesome little like local, you know, t-shirt yeah. shop that you had a couple yeah. things made. Yeah. That was it actually in the lobby, if you think about it. Oh, 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 there was a carpet and a, and a couch. couch. There was a couch. We'll, we need and to talk was, about this couch and then there was And then there was, there was like- you had some side tables at one point, a plant, and then you had, um, I don't even know. I mean, it was the, it was funny. But there was no benching. It no, was but just, the, just nothing. the couch. No, no, nothing. And then when you went to the left, you went through a curtain. You entered a studio that had 15 bikes. A curtain. A curtain. You had 15 bikes, no backdrop on the stand. Um, all it was was just the platform, which is still the platform. And, oh, and then, I mean, I don't even really, I don't remember the windows because- they we had, hadn't covered I, those they yet. Had, well, they had paper. Paper. On them. I mean, since then, we have covered them with black, which is still there, yep. bulletin board paper. But we but we had originally just paper that you looked that was just taped up to keep the light out. Yeah. And then we had wood pieces. You have wood pieces covering the other windows so that they yep. weren't letting in any light. Um, there was, I think, a oh, there was a water thing, you know, like the ones you get at Sam's, like the ones that you uh, turn oh, yeah. upside down. So we would have to carry those jugs oh, my gosh. all the way up the stairs. It was horrible. But the worst part, the worst thing that I remember, and you helped out every day with this, 
was the towel situation. So those he would, or we would, one of us would, <laughs> at the end of the day. So all the towels would collect all day long. And then we would take them home. And then we would wash them. And keep in mind, we, you know, throughout our studios, you know, on average, we see about 100 people a day. And at the time, we were probably seeing about that as well. I mean, it was Yeah, I mean, it took off. And so so we had 100 towels. 100 towels a day, at least. Anywhere from 60 to 100 towels. But they, you know, because you were taking them all home at the end of the day, they had to all come back by the 6 a.m. class the next morning. Because there weren't, there wasn't a washer and dryer at the studio. So, so you... So you'd take them home and then somebody, one of us, would bring them back in time for that next class. We would just stay and ride because Nick was probably teaching it. And then we'd fold them really, really, really fast in the office. This is when I got to know Kim Mattress. Cheers to you, girl. You're in Mexico. But, (laughs) you know, this is when I remember her walking in all the time. And I think she was thinking, who's the girl in the corner folding towels? And then I'm I'm thinking, who's the girl in the SoulCycle shirt on bike one? Anyway, so that's kind of where life went. And I still remember when you got the washer and dryer. I still remember standing at Lowe's picking it out. I still remember how exciting that day was. And guess where it is now, guys? It's you know, to the right of the bathroom, right yep. in the hall as you come up the stairs. I mean, and it's the best place it for is. it because we didn't have one. We before. didn't have to. We didn't have one, and we needed it in the studio. I'm telling you, um, every little piece of everything we've done has been to move this place forward. Yep. And so now we have a door to the studio. We have dark cubbies because I couldn't look at the white. And you know, it's so crazy because, and again, you can speak volumes on this. You know, in this four part series of the Zenergy story. When Zenergy started, I say this to inspire people, mm-hmm. to in, inspire yeah. everyone, whether you want to be an entrepreneur or not. I want to talk for a second on where about this couch that we were just speaking of, because it's actually a really funny story. It is. An interesting story. So in the Charleston studio outside of the lobby, there are two rooms, one of which which is right now your office, mm-hmm. and the other one is our staff and storage room. It used to be reversed because my office would switch every week. Literally. <laughs> it's just the point in the story this time is this time when it was with the couch, it was in the right side. Yep. So so right now the the couch, which to to visualize the couch, it was a futon from Target. Yep. That black. folded down. It was black. That folded down. It was felt folded down. It was $90. And a lot of people don't know this. But again, I want to say this to inspire people is that when Zenergy was started, when we were here and there really there was a company but there wasn't a company yeah i lived in the studio literally literally lived in the well studio. because he had to do towels <laughs> so i had because those <laughs> damn towels i didn't have a car at the time and though my dad lived here i could go home and shower but my dad never we all know my dad he doesn't like to he wake up like for a 6 a.m class that's right so he would bring me back at night around like 8 or 9 p.m and i would spend the night in my office on the fold-down futon mm-hmm. or in the lobby on the fold-down futon and then be up by 5.30 in the morning. Teach and the riders never knew that I lived in the, the – only you mm-hmm. and the staff that we then brought on knew yeah. that I lived in the studio. And it wasn't that long because we continued to grow successfully as a team. Right. But that is truly starting from, from the bottom. The beginning he just it and it's it's been funny to watch I mean not again um if you've had that that front seat to see this all actually happen which has been awesome you know I've seen every step of your life too in terms of you know even I mean with once you finally got a car and then (laughs) then your upgrade and then your next upgrade and then you're and then you got a a, like a, a condo and then you upgraded that and then you okay now you're in a house I mean it's just been fun it hasn't been just like you've gone from the same thing to the same thing. Everything you do in the company and outside of the company is a baby step, a baby step, a baby step, a baby step. Well, I appreciate that. I 
also want to speak on that for you because I've seen you start from a writer to, and uh, just like you know me Mm -hmm. outside the studio, I know you outside the studio, your whole family. I feel like they're my family too. They are, they are. Um, You know, I've seen you grow from a writer to an instructor, to front desk, to a studio manager, to master instructor of the (laughs) studio. Truly delved, have delved and still are delving into every aspect of the studio. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I want to continue to talk about you and your growth. So you're still teaching in Charleston, one of the originals, Yeah, you know, and and the originals consist, they were our original group of trainees, our our originals. uh, Right now there's three of yeah, of you guys. we went through uh, um, Jess, yeah, Jess my and Brett and myself and you. We went through just so everybody knows, you know, when we finally decided to do our first bout of training, you know, I decided and Nick decided too that I needed to be a part of something. You know, I was teaching already to take the load off of him so that he could rest his legs and stuff and um, just rest, period. And so when it came around to January, we had a good little class of yep. about ten people. Yep. Um, that went out for it. And, yep. you know, there's actually, you know, for those that are training now and those that will train in the future, there's actually nothing better than being a part of training with somebody. Yep. You will forever and ever have that, connection. have that connection. Absolutely. Yep. And so even the people that aren't still teaching with us, I feel like we I had, are I, all connected still in a uh, 100%. I mean, it, and I know she'll listen to this too, Katie. Uh, this morning she wrote me and sent me a picture of, you know, it was like this I day saw that picture. from whenever that I gave her a ride that knocked her hair completely out of its braids and Ugh. she was laughing about it, you know. You know it's it's said, so funny. Was I, was speaking, I was I was watching um, uh, Kim and Katie, if you're listening to this, I was looking yeah. through pictures the other day and I were gearing up for summer again. Yeah. And do you remember yes. our first summer oh my gosh, campaign it was the and best. we went around and ate ice cream. But anyways, Katie and Kim, if you're listening, we yeah. miss you dearly. We miss you, miss we, you. We love to see your continued success and... Um, we're always thinking of you, but you know, you're right. We, we had this training program yeah. and you were a part of the training program. And at the time with the training program, we knew the ideas you helped put it together. We built the yeah. manual. We knew that the idea and the mission has always stayed the same. 100%. The way we train has 100% oh, changed. Gosh. It's you nowhere know, near what it used to be. It's not even It was close. successful then, obviously. It was. We pulled out some, we pulled out some great instructors and had fun doing it. Mm-hmm. And, and, and we gave it a, I mean, with that crew, the ones that made it through, because yep. you're not always guaranteed a spot in training, yep. always. I mean, you may go through the whole thing and not get it. And so, you know, the handful of us that did, you know, I think it tells something about that, that three of us are still here yep. uh, in this company, in this community. Those that aren't want to be, I think. I think yeah. that the ones that had to walk away after a year or so miss due it. Due to other conflicts, yeah. Yeah, just due to work, due to life outside of here. You know, this isn't, I'm, I'm one of the very few that this is their only job. Yep. You know, everybody else is, is doing life outside of here, which is awesome, juggling a lot of balls to do that. So it's a fun thing and, and um. I'm so glad that 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 January took place. Period. Um, and then from there, yeah, just kind of snowballed. It's crazy to think back at, at just what where everyone as an individual and as a team has oh, grown to. And absolutely. It's, and it's crazy to think. You know, I miss it every yeah. day. I miss it yeah. every day. I miss it. But it's so important to me and to everyone else that we continue to do that in some type of way in all studios moving forward. Because yeah. even though energy's growing, you know, we're opening up more studios and bringing on more team members, the foundation is just so important to all of us because we talk about the heart all the time, you right. know, and, and you can speak on this each, while each studio has they, um, such a strong community. They each have their own heartbeat. They each have their own heartbeat. And 100%. one of my favorite things, and again, I love all of our studios. I love all of our writers, but one of my favorite things about 
the Charleston studio. There's nothing like the original studio. There's not. And the people that ride at the original studio, some who have been here truly since day one, mm-hmm. are at 800, 900 rides, yeah. you know, whatever. And still and going. they're still riding. They're and still doing those it. those people. Megan Pierce. Carrie Fenwick. Yeah. Yeah. Amy Condaris. Amy Condaris. Yeah. There's a lot. stories. I would have never thought almost four years ago that we would be where we are today as a whole. Yeah. Not in a million it's, it's, years. It's emotional to think about. You know, it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's pretty crazy. I, and the reason why I say all this is because those people that you just named and beyond, mm-hmm. the people that come to the studio, and in particular right now I'm just talking about the Charleston studio because it was the original studio, is the original studio and always will be, is that you guys are the ones that have helped us build Zenergy mm-hmm. what it is. Right. Whether it be you, yourself, Meg, or the writers, the Charleston studio is where Zenergy started. It's where it was defined. It's Let's where it was that. defined. And it's so in in one of my fa- you know, Charleston is one of my favorite small towns. Mm-hmm. Um, it's where I grew up. It's home. It's home. Mm-hmm. It's so special and means so much to me that an economy mm-hmm. such as today, right. that a studio like us, mm-hmm. four years later, can still be here, especially when we were told everyone's knocked down when they start. But yeah. at the beginning, we were really knocked down. This is not going to work. Not, not in this work. town. Yeah. Not going to work. You know, it, it is. It's amazing every single day. And I, you know, I get on that bike every day and I look out at, you know, anywhere from I don't know, 15 to 20 faces. And I'm reminded once again that we truly are the little engine that could. Yep. And you know, whatever we're doing, whatever it is, whatever it is that keeps bringing them back, it's real and it works and it works. It's authentic. I mean, I don't know how else to say it. You know, uh, it's authentic. It's it's raw. It's raw. You know, I think the thing about everyone on our team and our writers is that everyone is vulnerable. Mm -hmm. Our mission and our philosophy is to know everybody. And I can say that I truly know, I teach in Morgantown. I know everyone in Morgantown. You know, you know, everyone in Charleston, you know, Pittsburgh, they know everyone in Pittsburgh. Right. We want to make the connection with you. What I love is that now it intermingles. And now, I mean, I don't know some people direct, but I know them. Of them through I know media, of them. Through- and I feel like we're all buddies. You yep. know what I mean? Like, I just met Presley for the first time at training this past week or two. Yeah. And, I mean, it's like we've known each other forever. Yep. You know what I mean? I think good people attract good people. Yeah. You know? And so, what a neat, neat place this is because of that. Yeah, we're the heartbeat. You have your heartbeat. Yep. They have their heartbeat. And, and they all beat together. So on and so forth. Yeah, they all beat together. I remind writers all the time. I think my favorite, favorite time of all is when I know that, you know, somebody in Morgantown is on the bike and somebody in Pittsburgh is on the bike at the same at time the same I am. Time. And there's just something special about it's it. It's like an energy that just, like, yeah. you can feel it. You can we feel it. We used to do it when we used to use Spotify. Yeah. You could see when you could we were see playing. when people were riding. I'd be like, yeah. oh, I love that. Yeah, no, I know. You guys, it, it is a neat thing, especially if you if you breathe it in. You yep. know what I mean? I don't know how else to put it. Um, um, energy will change your life if you let it. Yep. And, and, and maybe that wasn't what it was supposed to do at the beginning. Yep. It was supposed to just be there to give you, I think it was just, you had a really great idea to give you something to do. You know, what I talk about in in one of the parts of the series is when it started, it was just started because it, obviously we know I was in a dark place and I just wanted something to do. Yeah. The mission has always remained the same, but I don't know if the philosophy has always stayed the same. The philosophy of, in which the growth and the success and the the team that we built. You know, how you kind of welcomed everybody in 
and then I welcomed everybody in and then me and you as a team welcomed everybody yep. in. And I think that is where it took form. Yep. I think that personal because side of it, it today. Yeah, took took form and then it, it just it snowballed. Yeah. Um we decided this is the place we wanna this is how we want to do this. I mean, I just remember I completely kind of off topic, but not really. I mean, again, just going back and then we'll start to close it up, going back to the original <laughs> the original studio and what we had. I mean, I remember when we first started the whole sign ordeal. Oh my gosh. And we're not going to talk about the whole sign ordeal because we could talk a long time on oh, this. The but, signs. but to make a long story short, we had some signs on the building mm-hmm. that we were told we could have. And then for we kept getting, kept getting fined and fined and fined over these daggone signs. And to just to, to draw the picture to him, the signs were just they were just vinyls that were on the building. They didn't Stickers. stick out and they were just our logo so that people yeah. could see where we were. And so to make the long story short, talking about the community that we built, those signs are no longer on the building. And we don't need them. And we don't have them. And we don't There's need really them. There's really no signage. And we yeah. don't need them. We don't need them. We don't need we them. Are we just the are the hidden door, door between, between the, the two plants. bushes. <laughs> between the two plants. <laughs> when they're out there. When they're out there. So, so Meg, let's start to wrap it up. Absolutely. What, you know, for, especially for the Charleston writers, but beyond that, what is what are some final thoughts? Do you have anything that you would really like to share with Anybody I think, and everybody. You know, and I and I think I draw on maybe what other people have said. Um, you know, I even had a rider today and I just I, I just kept reminding her to breathe. You know, I think again, as an adult, it is hard to do something new. And you're afraid of looking silly and you're afraid of looking you're just afraid of looking silly. And, you know, I try to remind anybody that walks through these doors that one, we welcome silly. We, we love silly. Yeah, we love fun. We, we love, love fun. We and love silly. fun. And, um, but for the most part, um, we like bravery and we like love. And so I love nothing more than to watch people leap. And whether that you're on your 150th ride and you're going to do something new for the first time, you know, on the bike, or you're coming in here for the first time and you're, breathing heavy and you're nervous, you know, I think I want everybody that listens to know that like we welcome that, like we thrive off of that, not because you're new, not because, you know, whatever, just because we want to make you feel like you have found your spot. Just like you made me feel like I found my spot, you know, um, you know, remind you of your purpose a little bit, reminder of who you are on a bike, who you are in life. And it's just important to remember, you know, like leap, take those leaps. I and think it goes back yourself. to your Geronimo, your Geronimo song, yep. you know, and, and, it, and it still to this day brings Charleston like life when you play yep. it. And it, because of you, you did that. And that song is about leaping, yep. you know? Well, listen, I, I appreciate all of your compliments towards me. I can well, say just, I mean, the, just as many to you. Because it's just easy with us because we banter back and forth yeah. like that anyway, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, I, I've, again, I'd love to see your growth and I, I love you. Our team loves you. Writers love you. So yeah, let's wrap this thing up. As always, <laughs> it's always a pleasure to talk with you. We can talk for days and days hours. and days and hours. You guys we've don't want to listen that long. We've got a, we've got a timer here. <laughs> but um, continue along. Continue listening. If you haven't gotten to check out one of Meg's classes, she teaches at the Charleston Studio. She's on the schedule all the time. Just search for Meg. She's our master instructor in charge of our instructors at the Charleston Studio. But for now, that's all I have. Have a happy day. Bye.